Pop the Champagne, it's our anniversary. As we reflect on one year of What's the Big Idea, hear thoughts on why podcasting works, how far this one has come, take a behind-the-scenes peek at episode editing, and hear why you should consider starting a podcast for your brand. And now, join us for a very special anniversary episode of What's the Big Idea with your host, Sophia Alfieri, and me, Amanda Driscoll. Welcome to the first episode of season two of What's the Big Idea? My name is Sophie Alfieri. I am your host, and I am joined by Amanda Driscoll, my co-host and co-producer of the podcast. Hi. And this is a very special episode recording because we are celebrating our anniversary. Woo! One year of <laughs> What's the Big Idea, which is really, really exciting. Let's take a look back yeah. at what the past year has been like for us. So we featured 19 different guests on the podcast. Mm. We covered 13 different topics from mm -hmm. TikTok to employee engagement to media targeting to full funnel marketing mm. and more, which is Awesome. Yeah, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> it was exciting to see at the end of the year when we got our Spotify wrapped that we've been listened to in 15 countries. That's cool. Yeah. And of course, we're sitting here very proudly with our Innovation in Advertising Award next to us. That's from the Connecticut Ad Club. We're so honored and so excited to have received that. So yes. thank you. Yes, thank you very much. But thinking about this episode, Sophia, I'm wondering what's something that you've loved doing with the podcast over the last year? Well, besides getting back into the recording space, because I used to do radio, radio in college, I just as a young professional have loved to be able to talk to all of these different marketing experts within the agency to learn about what they do within these walls. And at the same time, how it integrates with what I do as a social media specialist. I love to see how everything works, how the gears turn. What about you? I'd say I like that team building element of it. Yeah. Across the agency. And just the things that I've heard sitting in these sessions in this room is made me think a little bit more holistically, even at the marketing approach that mm. I take in my day to day work. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So podcasts have just been growing exponentially, especially since the pandemic. And everybody's looking at the trends. Let's take a look at where podcasts are today. Yeah. According to Demand Sage, there's about 465 million podcast listeners in the world. So for the listeners out there, you're certainly not alone. Mm. Prior to the pandemic, the number was around 275 million. So we've almost doubled in the last few years. That's crazy. Also, 28% of the U.S. population listens to podcasts on a weekly basis. Mm. And one third of the U.S. population listens regularly. Yeah, so ears are perked up for yeah, sure. which is great. And I'm sure people are doing it while they're driving or while they're doing things around the house. or Yeah, and brands are taking advantage of it. Yeah. Studies find that podcasts are highly effective at raising brand awareness compared to other media channels. And 69% of podcast listeners agree that listening to them made them more aware of a product or service. So it's working for brands. That's a, that's a really good stat. So let's talk about some common barriers that often cause people to hesitate when they say, I want to start a podcast, or I'm thinking of starting a podcast, or we're thinking of starting a podcast. Mm -hmm. Right. If so many listeners are out there and it's working so well for so many brands, why aren't more people doing it, I mm -hmm. guess, right? Well, I think it's because there's a lot to think about. Mm -hmm. Getting your brand's podcast is certainly easier when you have partners who know what they're doing, who are experienced, who have done it before. Mm -hmm. And I think that you also need to do it with somebody who takes like a holistic approach at looking at your goals mm -hmm. so that your 
podcast content is intentional, where you distribute it makes relevant sense to the listeners. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And being here at Adams and Knight, it was great that we had a lot of different team members that we could look to and partner with to get this up and running. Definitely made it a lot easier and made it feel a lot less daunting. Yeah, for sure. I think we got started putting together that solid podcast strategy. Mm -hmm. We were lucky to have those teams to lean on and be able to define our audience and our promotion strategy before we even hit record. Mm -hmm. So it, it always feels risky when you start something new. But when you start with thoughtful KPIs, it serves as a really good guide. And that way it helps you overcome the barrier of assessing ROI along the way. Something else that I feel may seem daunting is how much time this can take. Luckily, we were able to sit down with the strategic services team and kind of allocate how much time would be spent to this venture. Mm -hmm. And then from there, we got to work with the creative team. Yeah to determine our logo, mm -hmm. our episode tiles, how would it look against the Adams and Knight brand with the Adams and Knight brand. And then we also had a studio. Yeah. And we have four microphones. We have our trusty switchboard over here. So that obviously has been a big help. Yeah. I think that not having the right equipment might be a barrier for some people yeah. and that might cause them to hesitate on getting started. Sure. There are people out there producing podcasts from their bedroom, but yeah. I think that it makes a difference when you are representing a brand yeah. in your podcast. Yeah. It has to sound good from the equipment to the sound engineering and, of course, to the editing. Yes, yeah. And luckily, we have some hardworking editors in-house mm -hmm. who are part of this podcast team. Amanda and I are always the ones behind the mics, but we are a group of four, definitely not just a group of two, with Carson and Allison, who are our podcast editors. So we're going to talk to them about the editing process. Great. Okay. So we have just jumped from two in the studio to four with the addition of our trusty editors of the podcast. So uh, returning, returning guests, actually. So we have Carson Bloomquist, who is a creative producer here at Adams and Knight. And then we have Allison Butler, who's a motion designer and video editor. Welcome, guys. Our, our full pod squad is here <laughs> in the studio, which is, which is great. It's great to have you guys to kind of give us some insight into the editing side of things, because we sit here and we do all the talking and then we just hand it over to you guys and you guys make the magic. Mm -hmm. so, so my first question is, what are some tips that you need to keep in mind when you're editing a podcast? I think my number one tip would be people have no patience. You know, just like in the social media world, the way that we talk in normal conversation, it will feel like a pause is endless in a podcast. Mm. Like I know myself, like I can tell when a podcast isn't edited very well because I'll be like, oh, it's over. Oh, someone made a mistake. It cut off early and then I'm about to turn it off and it's like then someone starts talking again. <gasps> wow. And so that's something I've noticed that bad editors will do is keep those really long pauses in and you know sometimes that can be for dramatic effect but you know a good editor will know the difference between when to put that in when not to put that in. Mm -hmm. And so there's just so many pauses that I take out of mm -hmm. the podcast. Things that even like I'm speaking now I could probably see like 20 edit points in the wow. <laughs> time that I'm talking even more. Don't be too hard on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I think pace is very important and mining the important stuff that people are saying and getting those main ideas out there, but also maintaining their little idiosyncrasies and character things that kind of add to how they speak. Sometimes there is maybe a pause or like a way they say something that might be worth keeping, but you have to be mindful of the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was like another tip that I had on my list is it's okay to edit for clarity. 
Because right. some people, they're going to restart a sentence three times. Mm-hmm. And you kind of have to pick, okay, which start to this sentence makes the most sense with the point they were trying to get across. And mm-hmm. it's like, you're almost like a copy editor, but in the audio an world. An audio copy editor. Yeah, yeah, an audio copy editor, basically. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, how do I make this person get to their point quicker? And sometimes people kind of go on mini tangents in the middle of their thought. And it's like, okay, I've lost your point. I need mm-hmm. to cut out this middle section so yeah. I can kind of just clean it up get to the point but yeah without losing that character like you were saying Carson and I mean as interviewers we're not always paying attention to that we're kind of just going with the flow sometimes because the conversation is really good so that's why it's great to have you guys to pass it off and knowing you guys are like superstar editors and you can listen through and do that audio copywriting and we know when you're going to return it to us it's going (laughs) to make sense (laughs) it's always fun making little editing notes to you too yeah (laughs) jump in and say Allison (laughs) You can cut that last part. (laughs) Uh, On that note, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm dying to know, what do you edit most out of us? Uh, (laughs) I'm sure that Sophie and I are far from perfect when we do these recordings. What's hilarious is that in my notes, I actually had, there's always a funny amount of, Allison, please cut that out. I think everyone, you know, knows that me and Carson edit the podcast and the house here. So they're always like, okay, guys, make me sound good, please. Right, right, right. They're just like (laughs) hoping to the podcast gods that, you know, everything will sound good yeah yeah that's always a surprise that I've had like I've been on a podcast before I was you know on this one and it's amazing you think you leave the recording session and you're like I don't know how that's gonna sound good but then the miracle of editing it's like wow I sound like the smartest person right now (laughs) it really boosts your ego (laughs) but yeah going back to the topic at hand like what do I find myself editing out the most it's It's a lot of filler words, ums, likes, Mm -hmm. and a surprising one that I didn't realize was, I guess, coming into popularity is, you know, (laughs) and I find myself doing that. Oh my God, it was so annoying. Editing anytime I was in the podcast, because I was like, oh my God, you sound so annoying. Like, (laughs) you're just saying, you know, so much. And what's hilarious is now my girlfriend points that out to me. It's like, you've said, you know, 10 times in the last minute, and it's driving me up a wall. Oh, man. Podcasting is a reflection of ourselves. It is. Yeah, it helps you become self-aware. Yeah, you just realize how many, like, vocal stems that people have in the world. Totally. Totally. Yeah, I think there's some things, too. Like you were saying, pauses before. I think sometimes there's stuttering. Some of it's natural. Sometimes it's something you want to just refine a little bit. And then there's other things, like someone might drop a pencil or something. (laughs) And you just, like, you hear it. And, you know, it, like, makes a slight difference. So you want to just make sure that the right track is going at the right time so that it all Mm -hmm. sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah, so true. And sometimes people are just so nervous. Sometimes even people like breathe funny. Sometimes you don't notice it when you're just talking to someone in a normal conversation. But sometimes people take really deep breaths between their thoughts. The other thing, it's like the people who aren't talking are sometimes the loudest. Really? Because like, people like when they're not talking, they're kind of just calm, just breathing really loudly or they're like, <laughs> just making noises with their tongue or their things. It's like you have to make sure like you're turning everyone else's volume off while mm-hmm. right. the main person is talking. Yeah. And that was another one I had was just sort of sometimes there's multiple things going on at once Mm. and having to know where you should be featuring and where you kind of have to like quiet things down a little Mm -hmm. bit so that the right things come through. Mm -hmm. That's so important. I didn't didn't think of that. You know, we're here in this room with four mics and we have these really great conversations. So as an editor, it's not just about what you hear, but it's about what you know and hearing that message being pulled through and elevating the right voices. Smart. It's just about as much as what you don't hear as much as what you do hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. And one more thing to keep in mind, I would say, is just when to add sound design and when not to overdo it versus when it will add to the brand. You know, we've had a whole podcast about sonic branding that I happen to be on, you know, talking about you know, how 
small bits of audio can really add to a brand's message. And so you have to kind of decide what works for the brand. In our podcast, we have, you know, the segment Sparks and Wrecks. And so it's fun to add little car crash sound Mm -hmm. effects and things like that. And it just adds like a little bit of fun and humor to the podcast. Just things that bring flavor and fill out the podcast. And it's good to be able to hand the product off to somebody who knows how to do that. (laughs) So again, can't, can't say it enough how important it is to have you guys on the pod squad. Yeah. Thank you. It's been a wild ride. Thanks for our first year. It's been so fun. And we can't wait to see what happens this year in season two. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Don't forget to subscribe to What's the Big Idea on your favorite podcast player or on Anchor by Spotify at anchor.fm slash what's the big idea dashes in between all those words. But you can find us just about anywhere. If you like the show, give us a rating or leave us a review. That's all for this week. We'd like to leave you all with three reasons why you should consider starting a podcast in 2023. They're a proven way to reach your target audiences. They add value and character to your brand. And you're not alone in the journey because companies like us are here to help. See you next time.